I have two topics that I wanted to put out there. They're two different topics. What I'm going to do, actually, both of them people could perceive potentially as being negative, but I don't want you to view them as negative topics. The nature of this podcast has always been, perhaps Tom is just venting through this podcast, but I'm really not trying to do this here. Humor me, if you will, in the slide. I gave myself a New Year's resolution not to consume any comedy in 2020. And this is difficult. I've given myself one exception, which is Curb Your Enthusiasm, because I think that is distinctly different from what I was binge consuming, which is YouTube-related comedy stuff. So immediately you lose Joe Rogan. Immediately you lose a vast quantity of the stuff that I was being continually pushed on YouTube, which has been very good in terms of focusing on what I really want to watch on YouTube. But the nature of the comedian is something that I've narrated actually back until, I think, 2006, perhaps? When I first started podcasting, there was a dominant comedian in the area who had a radio show who historically I probably would have been able to connect with if it weren't for a series of permutations. I wasn't as young and as hungry as I was probably six years prior to this. But in that experience, and in particular being completely sidelined by these people who were supposed to be, you know, worthy. I mean, you know, they were supposed to be talking about intellectual stuff that I was supposed to have something to do with. Instead, to be marginalized and sidelined created a kind of thought about what is the role of these comedians? Like previously there were thinkers, previously there were journalists, previously there were even philosophers that did a lot of the roles that contemporary comedians have. And there's a downside to this thing as well, aside from what I've described. My view is that there is a translation from when music becomes something you sing into something that you buy. And my concern is that by consuming vast quantities of this kind of fast food comedy that we're pushed continuously, we actually ourselves do not enjoy the humour, the dry humour, the irony that is life. I have a phrase, the universe optimises for irony, if ever... I was to kind of concatenate a spiritual belief, it would be that the universe optimizes for irony. And the ability to see that irony and see humor in that irony is something that I've found more tuned now I've removed this hyper thing from my life. And it's been a really interesting turning point. Now, ultimately, Curb Your Enthusiasm isn't going to last that long. It's going to be off soon. And then I'm going to be comedy free. But the actual mindset of saying no, I'm not going to watch this because this is this thing has freed up a lot of my time and freed up a lot of my thinking. So I think I'm already netting the benefits of not actively consuming this comedy. And obviously, you don't need to be a rocket scientist to understand that the past three odd years of my life has contributed to this thought greatly. In particular, whenever I wander accidentally into my former, the name of my former work. I. Yes, anyway, topic two, even happier than the first topic. My domain name register, Network Solutions, started registering domain names with them in 1997. Stupidly, I've continued to register domain names with them. I now have about 122 domain names with them. When I registered some .io domain names or tried to re-register some .io domain names, they froze me out of my account, which means all the domain names I had, I couldn't access. I left this with them for about three weeks. You've got to appreciate each of these interactions as a two to three hour phone call 
which I typically do on a Friday afternoon. Thankfully, I'm working, so I can work through being put on hold and then keep working. The nature of my Friday afternoons means I can work and do this at the same time, although increasingly, I just feel I need to do this to get this thing resolved. But over this period, I came up with the idea of why don't I register a new Network Solutions user account and transfer all my domain names over. Well, I can do that. I manually did this over about five hours. Over doing this over Friday and Saturday evenings, I was able to move all my domain names except for the .io ones to this new thing. I then tried to move my domain names to Google. Google has a domain name register. I thought, let's move the major domain names over to Google so I just don't have to worry if something happens with Network Solutions, because, and this hasn't just been a three-week period, this has really been a five-week period, Network Solutions hasn't resolved any of this through this entire time. Every time I call, they create new craziness, and really it's only through my own kind of persistence thinking outside the box that I've even moved this thing forward. However, Network Solutions isn't allowing me to do that. I can't transfer domain names off Network Solutions currently. They've blocked it, they've created a whole series of spurious things, and I've decided to put this thing to bed for six weeks, because the lock is in place for six weeks. And I'll revisit it with a view that all my domain names will be in place, this new thing, but who knows what they can do in the next six weeks. They could go out of business. They certainly feel that way when I interact with them. So this has been an interesting energy suck. I just find my life periodically hit with these energy sucks. But, you know, it'll be over soon, and then I'll be able to get on with things. What I'm going to do through this process, what I've learned through this process, is that I should dramatically reduce my domain names. Lots of these domain names were purchased on a whim, but about 20% of them are actually actively in use. And with what happened in the past three years, obviously a group of these domain names are less applicable now. Now, I don't think I'm ever going to get rid of the noble8.com, but there's a bunch of other nobles that I have, with the view that, you know, there are a bunch of other noble projects that I worked on that were all coming back to this thing. I don't know if I need to maintain all of those domain names going forward. And in particular, my view is that by maintaining those domain names, I make a credible headache for anyone that has to maintain these domain names in the future. It doesn't necessarily need to be grandiose, me being hit by a bus or anything. It could just be me deciding that another entity should be working on some of these things, passing them on like gifts, you know. So the whole nature of this domain name registration is just completely and utterly out of control. And I just need to... I don't know, get it fixed. But I'm willing to wait for six weeks while things cool down to return to this thing. And by no doubt, by this point, they will have gone out of business and I will have lost everything. So that podcast coming very soon. My album, Danger Red Pieces, was delayed by three days, maybe three, four days, when the publisher said there was no way I could have played the musical instruments. Sent them a bunch of stuff. After three days, they happened it fine. It's really interesting having it out there because because of this, what would one call it? I don't know. Controversy. <laughs> controversy. More people are listening to it. So small blessings in stupidity. That's the way I think of things now.